Welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast, where you'll find authentic conversations, short stories, and a whole lot of vulnerability. Our host, Mark Ostash, is a digital wellness author and human connection expert who has written two books, done two TED Talks, and is frequently featured in USA Today. So check your phone one last time and get ready to be encouraged by Mark Ostash. Hey, and welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast. It is me, Mark Ostash. I have not been here on the podcast platform for some time. Uh, you know, I've been busy with uh, fun things. I like to say I'm active. I think when we say busy, it uh, takes on kind of a mindset of, oh, I'm so busy. Woe is me. But hey, we're all busy. So I like to say I've been active. What have I been active with? Well, I feel like the kids were off school for like 37 days. So we had a lot of time together over the Christmas season and into the new year. And then uh, battling some of those, uh, you know, January Midwestern uh, colds and flus and all the things. But um, aside from uh, those parts, it's been a pretty active season starting off with a few speaking gigs and all the things. But that's not what I want to talk to you about today. What I want to talk to you about today is this idea of casting vision. And I had a chance uh, two weeks ago, I spent some time in Florida with a friend uh, his actual parents. And uh, it was a great little mini reunion. Uh, I got to stay at their place as kind of a home base as I found my way into different coffee shops in Bonita Springs and uh, Fort Myers and that area. And really my one intent was to write a vision. Well, all right, let me be honest. My, my intent was to write. What I wanted to write was the beginnings of a new book that I'm starting called Scrolling for Wisdom. But what I ended up writing was a three-year vision. Now, backing up a little bit, I know what you're thinking. Oh, gosh, where am I going to be in three years or five years? I don't even know what I'm going to do in three months from now. Uh, as many of us just kind of uh, stay in survivor survival mode, I feel like um, we are depriving ourselves of the gift of visioning. Now, some may say, Mark, why did you add ING to the end of visioning like that? Well, I'll tell you, uh, in 2019, I had a chance of taking a workshop out of Ann Arbor from an organization called Zingerman's. If you've ever been to the big house to see uh, the University of Michigan Wolverines play a football game, you've probably had a Zingerman sandwich. By the way, go blue. Um but nevertheless, uh, they actually have a really cool culture uh, that's ran by their kind of HR department called Zing Train, a separate subsidiary that helps train every employee of the Zingerman's culture. Uh, and they've got over 500 people that work in a various line of businesses, all related to food, sandwiches, coffee, pastries, etc. But in 2019, I took a two-day workshop called Visioning. And what visioning is, is it's an opportunity to um, use all five, set, all five senses to cast a vision on the future in a way that you've never uh, seen it before. Now, it can be related to a project. It can be related to um, you know, uh, a new job. It can relate, be related to a spouse or a relationship. Anything that you have a desire to craft or think about vision for uh, would be a, a perfect way to apply to visioning. So in 2019, I remember I was uh, in a transition from my old job to what I'm doing now, speaking and writing full time. And I was in this very vulnerable state of mind where I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to 
go from a steady Eddie paycheck to speaking and writing and living this kind of dream that had been in my heart for over a decade. And thankfully, in my transition from my one job at Skidmore Studio, an awesome design studio out of Detroit, I had a chance to take this workshop as kind of a gift from my uh, boss and good friend, Drew, uh, as my transition out on my own. So I took the liberty to write a five-year vision that was going to finish manifesting in 2024. Well, here we are in 2024, and I'll just say that the vision I wrote in 2019 and the current realities of 2024, there have been more than a half dozen things that I wrote in 2019 that have come to pass. I will spare you the details of those things, um, but I'll say they're related to relationship health, they're related to um, financial blessings and ceilings that I had on myself for over 15 years in my, you know, kind of prior career. Um, they're related to breakthroughs in um, just areas that I was stuck for so long in. And as I look back, and I would read that vision probably every other month or every other quarter, or I should say every quarter, um, just to refresh and rehearse that vision in my mind. And I remember approaching 2024, and I had the chance to um, look back at that vision and thought, okay, I feel it being stirred in my spirit that it's now time to write a new vision. So even though the five-year plan hadn't fully come to bake, it was a little bit like four years and, and, a, and a couple of days, I'm like, I'm ready for a new vision. So in Florida, I had the opportunity to sit down uh, after fighting through a whole bunch of resistance, uh, which was, uh, uh, you know, resistance, a funny thing, it prevents you from doing things that are on your heart uh, that require any sort of action. Uh, resistance is so funny that I even was reading a book called Resisting Happiness that was talking all about the things we do to resist the happiness that we desire. So as I finished the book, as I finished my to-dos, as I finished flagging my email, I had nothing else to do other than write this vision. So I sat down and I crafted it. And I want to share just a couple of parts of it with you so you can get an idea of the picture that's painted when you use all five senses to craft a future state that you, you are writing as if it's already come to pass. So this is a little bit personal kind of doing this, but I really feel it on my spirit after talking with my sister on the phone. She's like, you need to share this on your podcast. And I'm like, that's right. I have a podcast. But not bunch for all those content creators out there with their uh, podcast. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So here we go. My vision. And uh, by the way, it, this is my vision, not your vision. So you don't have to love it, but hopefully you'll learn or see the, both the writing style and just maybe a few of the things that I'm saying will kind of draw you into this idea of visioning. I'll share some links in the podcast notes on how you can learn more about this, but here we go. Marcos Dash Vision. This covers January 24 to December 27. What a season of harvest. I'm so thankful of God's whisper and my ability to become hyper-focused on His voice. It's been such a blessing to witness the breakthroughs all over the vision God gave me in the final months of 2023. I remember I was in one of those spaces where I was resting in our home, truly working the homestead and having nowhere to be, but spending time with God, our dogs, our family, and those that needed my attention. 
I remember at the end of 2023, I had fully come to trust God and depend on him for my work and finances. After three years of having an increase in opportunity and financial blessing, I realized that any gig I got was a gift from him. I remember going into 2024 with the word breakthrough as the word for the year. God had already showing us breakthrough in our finances, breakthrough in where we live, and he's showing us breakthrough in the peace that rests in our home. My son is now 12 years old and thrives at soccer and school. He's even begun doing yard work and shoveling snow to a couple of neighbors to earn some extra dough. He's thriving in sixth grade and has begun to mature into a fine young man. By the way, he's currently in present day of the recording of this podcast is in third grade and he's nine years old. All right, picking back up. My son, my wife, and I very, very rarely ever clash. In 2025 alone, I can count on one hand the amount of times that we've had to raise our voices at him. Praise Jesus as this was a battle we faced for over five years. God is good. Joby and I have our annual father and son trip, and it brings us even closer uh, I have to smile with a little bit of tears in my eyes. I'm going to kind of go in and out of the vision here, but uh, we're home alone this weekend. We were supposed to have the father and son trip and uh, with a group of guys from school, and uh, he got a fever on Friday. So we had to accept the fact that we're not there. Um, so, yeah, but we will have a father and son trip. Again, speaking life in the future of what we desire and what I, what I want to drive my family and, and my career towards. So we have our annual father and son trip and it continues to bring us closer. I've learned to understand him more and give him space to grow while always having my eye on his heart, while always having my eye and heart set on him. I no longer project my desires to him. Instead, I help breathe life into his desires while allowing him to express his interest and grow in sports, school, and creating things. We play music together and he's really taken up playing the piano. He's been taking lessons from Kenny, my friend from the small group, since 2024 and has such a joy when he performs and sings songs in front of our family and friends. He's even written a worship song together with his sister and they sing it. Uh, and they've even crafted a song for their mom for her 46th birthday. By the way, it was my wife's 45th birthday yesterday. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Our daughter is nine and a half years old, the same age that our son was when I wrote this vision. She has continued to shine and flourish into a special young girl. In fact, we threw her a party for her eighth birthday and rented some ponies to walk around the property with. They even brought a unicorn. I remember looking at her as she passed by the side of our house and smiled at me. I could feel her love and appreciation for my mom, for her mom and I having this party. To make this even more special, she no longer has a lazy eye. A month before her eighth birthday, she began to straighten, her eye began to straighten out. This has been something that we have been praying for years about. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. As I look back at her, I began rehearsing the toast and prayer I was planning to give before we ate pizza and salad with our closest friends and family. With nearly 58 people at the house gathered on the main floor, the smell of warm Jets pizza filled the oven while it waited for its hungry guest with the oven set to warm. 
Before I whistled with my two fingers to get everyone's attention, I gazed around looking at the people that surrounded us, and I thanked God for the life he's provided our family and friends with. As my eyes filled up with tears, I quickly shifted my focus as my friend Devin's son came up to me asking me if he could eat pizza now. I smiled and thought, now is my time to begin the toast and prayer. I invited my daughter Mila to come by my side with her brother and my wife. As we stood by the stairwell, we had the perfect view of the entire party with the spring sunshine covering the lake outside. I thanked everyone for being here and I began the toast while centering my intention on my daughter's heart. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you for being here today as we celebrate not only Mila's eight birthday, but the chance to gather together as friends and family growing in strength and community. Many of us have had the chance to witness the kids in this room grow, from babies to toddlers to young boys and girls becoming fine young men and women. One of those young girls that is so special to us is our sweet Mila. Did you know that Mila means sweet in Serbian? Mila, I wanted to share a poem I wrote for you today on your very special eighth birthday. And by the way, uh, this poem that I've written in 2024, I will speak over her in 2026 on her eighth birthday. And here it is. There's nothing more sweeter than our young little girl, especially one who you can call yours. Our dear Mila, you have been born in such a special way that brings a bright light to everyone in every way. Innocently, you enter the room with your pink glasses and gentle smile as earth stops to greet you, her beautiful child. You're growing so lovely like a bloom of a fresh flower, yet there's nothing I love more than when you sing praises while you shower. Your heart beats for Jesus in a soft and tender way, and your voice brings warmth on a cold winter's day. Your imagination has always been full of delight, especially when your stuffed animals would come to life at night. From Polly to Becky that bring Christmas cheer, to spirit and snowflake that you always keep near. Your mother and I are so proud of you, honey. That's why we've decided to get you a bunny, an actual live animal that you can call yours and feed it carrots and lettuce that we buy at the store. So be sure to love it the same way you do your brother, because I'm certain we won't be getting you another. Happy birthday to Mila, my little surfer girl. Thank you for being you, a bright blessing to this world. There wasn't a dry eye in the room when I looked up from sharing this poem. The Holy Spirit was flowing through the house like a fresh aroma of thieves being diffused in the early morning hour. Another breakthrough came for Seni and I in 2024 that changed the course of our life and hers. I'm going to pause here for a second because you're one. You're either still listening or you have um, are about to get to your next destination and think, wow, is he really writing poems in the future that relate to his daughter's healing of her eye and his heart for her in this poetic form? And the answer is yes. By the way, everyone ate Jed's pizza. Don't worry. You don't have to, it's not a cliffhanger about these hungry bellies at a, at a, you know, kid's birthday party that never got fed. Um, but as I, as I pause just to kind of bring you into my process, what I want to share with you is that this is the level of depth and detail required or encouraged, I should say, to help you cast a vision using all five senses and of a future state that you're no longer 
were that that you, that you um that you believe is come to pass. So you write these things as if they've already happened. So I'm going to pick back up and just give you a little bit little bit more. Uh but another breakthrough came for Sen and I that had changed the course of our life and hers. After prayer and consideration, we both decided to uh, invest some time and energy on uh, programs that helped us fix our subconscious patterns that had been preventing us from advancing for decades. For me, I no longer have FOMO or freeze when procrastination. I no longer have FOMO or freeze with procrastination as I focus on work in front of me and the people God places on my spirit to speak life into. It's like I went through LASIK surgery on the distorted lenses that had been plaguing my life for so long. I now know how to rest without guilt. In fact, I take a couple of naps a week and do a lot of walking. I have great strength and follow through on creating poems, songs, newsletters, books, and video content. I have peace with my parents and no longer feel responsible for their marriage, their health, or their happiness. And to top it off, I've learned to offer what I have to others without expecting anything in return. This has helped release the hero persona that kept me flying around life asking the question, are you okay? I no longer hold on to the belief that if you're not okay, then I'm not okay. I've learned to be okay even when those around me are not okay. The mental anguish I faced for so long is no longer. There's freedom in each day and I really enjoy spending time with myself. I'm no longer afraid of being alone. I no longer have to worry about being in two places at once. I've grown in great gratitude for my family, our homestead, and the community that surrounds us. There's great peace in my heart, my words, and the way I live my life. It helps that I recorded and rehearsed my vision and life-affirming words that keep my mind calibrated and fixed on the supernatural power that pours into me from heaven and out of me on earth. This helps as the passing of my father was a life event that could have spiraled me out of control. Instead, it filled me with peace knowing that he's in heaven and no longer held by the bondage of his flesh. His funeral was a celebration of people coming together focused on the good things that he brought to so many people over the course of his life. I'm so thankful this life event didn't shake my foundation. It helped from the work I did in 2024, centered on John 15 and John 16. All right, I'll pause there. A couple things to note. We all have distorted lenses. These are ways we see the world and those around us that create disruptive behaviors that are rooted in childhood wounds. and. It's called the healing framework. And when you spend time helping to look at the trauma in your body or the subconscious thoughts in the back of your mind that spin out of control, and you realize that you, that you are the one that has to take control through therapy, through prayer, through whatever your treatment plan looks like, um, it helps, as I mentioned, the LASIK surgery on the distorted lenses that had been plaguing my life for so long are no longer. And a couple of those for me was like, hey, I can't rest without feeling guilty. That's something I learned when I was little. Or I'm not okay unless you're okay. Something that became part of my mental framework at 12 years old when I counseled my parents in their marriage for the next 25 years. Again, I don't say that as a victim. 
I say that as somebody who is casting a vision that those distorted lenses no longer hold me back. I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, so let me check my time. I like to make sure these podcasts aren't too long. And I feel like this one is about 20 minutes. I'm going to go for five more minutes. And I'm going to wrap it up. But if you're still tracking with me, I promise you that you have the same vision inside of you that's bubbling up, that's just looking for a pen and paper to be written out. And the core principles of how to do this uh, will be listed in the meeting notes. Um, and it's centered on the Zingerman's Visioning Workshop, which is really just a philosophy that has documented through books and other things. All right, going back to one other aspect of the vision. So part of this is, um, let me just, let me just share a little bit. Um, yeah, this is more about my wife and I just speak life over her. I, I talk about how she's written a book called update, uh, which is, um, been a great blessing to many women, uh, who are looking to, uh, go from a journey of rejection to rejoicing and update their way of thinking, living, and being. And uh, she has created boundaries with people. She has forgiven past wounds. She's updated her distorted less, lenses. And she's even released blocked energy uh, through craniosacrotherapy. And some of that heaviness that's been trapped in her body for years is no longer. So again, you can cast a vision of the breakthrough. And breakthrough is definitely a word that's been all over this document for me. Is, is just part of where we're at and go on to say that the depths of healing and our devotion for searching for God and calling out to Jesus has brought both my wife and I closer as we've, we've worked on ourselves in hopes to bring harmony to our hearts and to our home. And our voices encourage each other and our words are like honey to the soul. We haven't had a blow up argument in over a year and the kids see us as united. This brings immense harmony and safety to our home. We've even uh, found a fresh season in our intimacy as we take our annual getaway that began in 2025. Now, I have to laugh at this part. Not only is this intimate for me to share, but we all have um, the desire to break away from the kids, those of us that have kids, and work on the marriage. We all, those of you that have been married or are married, have know that marriage is really hard. So speaking a future vision where we only have had one blow up argument in a year is different than the last 10 years. Not saying we fight all the time, but we, we we're still learning how to communicate. So in this vision, I can, I can put and I can plant seeds of healing for our marriage that are going to impact our family's ability to advance the vision God's given us both individually and collectively. So as I wrap this up, I just want to share one last aspect um, you know, here we are, we're trained to write goals and visions on our work. I haven't even scratched the surface on work. Um, but I just want to give you a little glimpse into the work side of this vision. Um, so vocationally, I like to use that word. I think vocation is a calling and a career is um, just an opportunity to do a job. Uh, there's a great book called Living Fearless by Jamie Winship that he talks about how do we how do we understand the way God's made us and how do we step into that that um, that name or that declaration of who He calls us to be? And for me, this is a side note. Uh, there's a prayer you can do called the Listening Prayer where you can ask God because in His Word it says 
that he calls you a name that is not the same name that your parents have given you. Yeah, you can Google it, look it up. I promise you it's in the word of God. But what it says is that if you can get quiet and listen and you can invite his voice to whisper to you, who do you, who does he call you to be? Uh, some people are called encouragers. Some, some people are called teachers, right? You have these descriptors that help inform your vocation, which I think is really important because if you don't know who you are made to be, you lack purpose in your career. And the last thing you're going to want to do is cast a vision for a future when you're stuck in a bad way. So for me, I prayed eight years ago. I heard God whisper that he calls me David. I was with my mentor. My mentor said, David, uh, from the Bible, King David, David and Goliath, David, the shepherd, David, that David bore many crosses. He had a lot of burdens. And I thought, oh, great. God calls me a man to carry many burdens. <laughs> but fortunately, I just didn't let that kind of, um, you know, stop me from, uh, being encouraged by, Hey, I've got a name outside of the, the name Mark that my parents gave me. So six years later, I'm reading this book called living fearless and Jamie Winship, the author references David as a shepherd, poet, warrior. Okay. So I'm like, Oh my gosh. I relate to being a shepherd, a poet, and a warrior. And if that's what David's identity was, I can see how that speaks to how I can vocationally have freedom as I do the things God created me to be. All right. So jumping back into the vision, vocationally, I've never been more fulfilled and filled with the Holy Spirit. Shepherd, poet, warrior. My identity in these words has brought crystal clarity in my vocational journey. Shepherd. I get to shepherd people who are lost, lead people to still waters, guide them with the light of Jesus that shines out of me. I trust that the stories and places God brings me are custom made to go after the one. Yet I know that everyone in the audience leaves with the seeds of healing and a fresh new perspective on their past, their pain, and a vision for the future that spurs them to keep going. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. My performances, okay, poet. My performances include spoken word, song, and impromptu lyrics. Using my pain, my past, and the vision God has given me for the future comes through the lens of stories, song, and poetry. I've even included a few poems in my third book, Scrolling for Wisdom, which prompted a fourth book of a compilation of my poetry. This, poem, this book of poems has sparked a newfound freedom in my writing and how I approach my calling. I write diligently about life, family, God's creation and the simple things. I've been referenced as the modern day Edgar Allan guest, and I know I bring a lot of pride to my family and the great cloud of witnesses that have come before me. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. All right, let me pause there. I've been writing songs since second grade. I've been writing poetry since second grade. I'm 42 almost this year. I can identify with being a poet. But when I think about vocationally, how would I be a poet at a tech entrepreneur, as a, at a tech startup or a brand strategy studio? It's when I get a chance to use my words for good or encourage people with my words. So I know that when I'm writing, whether it be a newsletter that I resist to write, a poem, a chapter to a book, an encouraging note to my wife, a poem to my child, whenever I'm living in the lens of a poet, 
I am walking in the identity that God has given me and I have full power and authority over that skill. Not me, but God out of me, an expression of his light out of my flesh. So lastly, warrior. By the way, you got to pick up the book, Living Fearless. If you're still tracking, this is probably my longest podcast, but you know what? It's only 30 minutes. It's like watching one episode of your favorite Netflix show. So I got about two minutes left in me. I appreciate you listening. But as I turn the corner here, um, warrior, the name Mark means warrior, a spiritual warrior. I stand in the gap and intercede for those who are vulnerable from the enemy's shadow and seductive ways. I've learned the voice of my father and I can rebuke that of the enemy in a fraction of a second. This has led me to teaching others how to do the same thing. An army of battle-tested warriors are being born from the training I have to offer. I find great freedom in operating in the spirit as I am called to go and make disciples of nations. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. In 2024, I did 40 keynotes, had three retainer clients, and launched a book called Scrolling for Wisdom. This yielded X amount in revenue. And furthermore, we are blessed with X amount of dollars from some equity that we have in a company I own. And that continued to fuel a culture of generosity and gave us and allowed us to give the most amount of money we've ever given to the church, the school, and families that God has placed on our hearts. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. After working with John Driver to co-write Scrolling for Wisdom, it was published by a publisher who specializes in speed to market and Amazon and USA Today book awards. It launched in September and my publisher mailed out 200 copies to media outlets, podcast creators, and other channels that had scheduled, that had booked me in October for media interviews. I even flew out to be featured on a morning segment of Good Morning America. This made my dad so proud. I don't know if you caught this, but earlier I, I'm, I'm projecting that my father passes in my vision of three years. And you might think that's a little morbid, but part of the visioning process is a free flow of your pen to paper. So that's just an intimate detail, really for me, not necessarily for you, but I appreciate you tuning in. As I wrap this vision up with the launch of the book, it also produced the fruit of a new performance called Scrolling for Wisdom. Similar to a comedian on a tour or Trey Kennedy, for instance, on his growing up tour, Scrolling for Wisdom is a two-hour experience where audiences can be enlightened and entertained at theaters and conference venues around the country. I was able to do a pilot performance at Mount Zion Church in 20 Front Street in Lake Orion that included my closest family and friends. I was so eager and slightly nervous to finally release this vision to the world. Everyone that had attended had the chance to reflect, grow, connect, laugh, and be entertained with music, stories, and poems. Performances from Bob Mervak and I anchored the experience, while Instagram reels sprinkled in for lessons to help anchor the lessons taught from each story as we scrolled along together, finding wisdom in the life of the stories I had to share. The pilot phase for Scrolling for Wisdom has led to a 12-city tour in the fall of 25 and winter of 26. The revenue from this tour, along with my corporate keynotes, has yielded X amount of dollars in revenue for 2026. We have given more than ever, uh, and we have plans to pay off our house at the end of 27. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Now, let me just share. I'm Xing out the dollar amounts 
Uh, I don't really know why, but I think just I'll share that I'm shooting for the moon. <laughs> so you can too in your vision, um, the revenue you want to create and the amount of giving that you want to yield. My work schedule allows for rest and margin and keeps me in the mental space of creation in between tour dates and travel. We have three family trips for uh, each year. One in Michigan and the other two are a blend between resort style and hiking and exploration. The kids enjoy the trips and Sen and I love spending time with them at this precious age and stage. We've even found a perfect dog sitter who we trust like family. They're always available and help us watch the homestead. By the way, is there anything worse than trying to travel when you have a dog and you don't trust a dog sitter to come over? Well, I'm going to speak this into life that they're always available and we treat them like family. <laughs> Lastly, as I wrap this up, we continue to host families for regular fellowship and have an annual Serbian summer get-together, a family, Ostash family winter sleepover, and a neighborhood gathering that's centered around growing in strength through sharing meals and making memories on the lake. God is continuing to reveal to me things about his word, supernatural truths that I know firsthand and use them to guide me as I walk through life together with my wife. This allows us to process the things he's doing in our marriage, our kids, and our families and help us minister to other families. His words are like a light that his words are like a lamp that guides us on a straight and narrow path, helping to share his light with those we minister to. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Hey, it is nearly 30 minutes in, and I just wanted to thank you for letting me both. Uh, encourage you hopefully to not only write a, write a vision, cast a vision, but use all five sentences, all five senses to bring that vision into life. Um, I believe that there's healing. I believe that there's purpose. I believe that there's um, things that you can project through breakthroughs that will help prevent you from falling into the traps of another year or another month or another moment in that same stuck place that you find yourself at. Uh, I'm going to include some resources at the bottom of this, uh, of the podcast notes, uh, but I just want to stir you on. I want to thank you for listening to me. I want to thank you for um, doing the work, for showing up for yourself today, for considering maybe jumping back into therapy, heading back to church, um, looking for ways to heal those distorted lenses that are keeping those disruptive behaviors alive that are rooted in those wounds from your childhood. Um, we like to talk about being a victor, not a victim. And boy, the, um, the uh, trend in the popularity of being a victim is, is so um, it's so easy to fall into that. So, Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Good luck. Cast some vision, whether you're doing a home bathroom remodel or a new website or a heck, you want to just create that new job or that person that you're looking to uh, manifest into your life. Uh, I assure you that you'll feel much better putting pen to paper. And I want to encourage you to check out Visioning from Zingerman's and Living Fearless from Jamie Winship. All right, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Courage to Connect podcast. Hey, share this with somebody that you think could benefit from it. Save it and uh, make sure to subscribe. All those things that those content creators ask you to do at the end of a podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ostash. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you later on.